I've been infected with an infestation. Don't turn that station. I made a podcast about it. It's called More Morgulons, and I'm the host of More Morgulons. Crystal clear. All are welcome here. The blind, the dumb, the senseless and tasteless. I only need two senses from you. Hearing and humor. It's Morgulons, not Atuma. Sorry, I'm still working on my Schwarzenegger. Hey, guys. Welcome back, or welcome here for the first time. Things get weirder. Keep your hand off that dial. I'm here to make you smile, laugh, cry. Ask why the fuck is this lady not locked up in an institution? Well, because so far, the Supreme Court is not done destroying our Constitution. So, no habeas corpus for me. For now, I am free. So, hands on the wheel, eyes on the road. I'm bringing you a new episode. I think you're going to like it. Stay tuned. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, this episode is based upon something that uh, Austin Morgie Girl, or AKA Justice, from the podcast Morgulon's Fireside, which is excellent. Highly encourage you to check it out. She's a great investigator and researcher. So she shared with me this post recently, and it just really resonated with me, and it probably will with you too if you have Morgulon's. Um, the post is at a URL, patient.info. Not really sure about what patient portal this is, but it's listed under infectious disease. And the post made eight years ago is called Worms in the Face. It's not funny, you guys. It's just you laugh or you cry. Uh, the lady who posted it, Nicole AMC, she goes by eight years ago. Hi, all. I don't know if anyone has come across this. I have a worm infestation in my face. They travel around under the skin, leaving tracks and bursting holes into my skin. They create glass-like balls that split the skin open and move around my skin with ease. Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> I do know exactly what you're talking about. I first reported this three months ago, and the doctors totally ignored me, treating me for a secondary infection that was caused by open wounds in my face. They've given me four courses of antibiotics, treating the wrong thing, and totally ignoring what I was telling them about the worms. The worms, whatever they are, are very sharp, and wherever they travel through in my face, the skin collapses, leaving it like plasticine, and it causes tiny splinters that are sharp as anything that embed themselves in the inside and outside of my skin right down to the lowest skin level. My skin is also producing a clear, sticky substance, which feels like little shards of glass if I touch it. All in all, it really couldn't be much worse, except for the fact that they've made a hole around my mouth, which they can look out of. I am totally sane. I'm in pieces. I've been telling the doctors what it is, and they've totally ignored me even refusing to refer. After an A&E I visited confirmed I needed to be referred, as the lesions had been on my face for so long. I discovered I had private medical care through my company, which now, thank God, means I've seen my first dermatologist. He's referred me to another dermatologist that apparently knows more about things in the skin who I'm yet to see. Even though he's now put me in the right direction, I'm not convinced he was sure it was worms. I can pull half-inch worms out of my skin bit by bit. They look like thread worms and never come out intact. You pull little bits off of them. It leaves worm-shaped dents in my face, and they feel like little matchsticks under the skin. Nobody is taking me seriously, as people don't really get worms in the face. Oh, yes, they do. 
They have totally destroyed my skin and I have bad scarring. I never had acne and had no scarring. This has all been caused in the last three months. I dread to think how many are alive in there now. They've been left so long. Has anyone ever heard of anything like this? <laughs> oh, Nicole, Nicole, Nicole. So it begins. Eight years ago? No, I had not heard of anything like that. Actually, fuck. No, I had. Eight years ago was 2015. Um, and I had. That was the year that I learned what Morgulons was. I was a nursing student. Approaching graduation um, and licensure, to which I would later, as many of you may know, um, work in the psychiatric field over the next eight years. But in 2015, I did discover there was a disease called Morgulons. And I completely thought it was delusional parasitosis. Um, egg on my face. I mean, worms in my face. Yeah. Uh... Fast forward five years to 2020, and much to my surprise, shock, dismay, horror, and humiliation, I was wrong. Very wrong. Um, I don't know if these things are worms, per se, in the sense of, you know, like biological living worms that you find in the ground. They could be. They could be. I don't think they are. I think these are worms of a, another sort. Bugs of another variety, like computer worms and my phones are bugged. I mean, I'm not saying that my phone is bugged. I'm saying that all of our phones are bugged. But um, you knew that already. It's really, really ridiculous that this has been going on for like 25 plus years with people like me and people like you and people like Nicole having this shocking strange and inexplicable yet remarkably consistent remarkably consistent experience of worms in the face or morgulons quite honestly i do seriously doubt that once nicole was able to get any help or answers from the next dermatologist she was planning to see hopefully i'm wrong but the fact of the matter is, is that even if you find a doctor who's willing to suspend their disbelief and believe that you know what the fuck you're talking about, even if you don't know what it is, and then, you know, try to treat you, that doctor is going to be just guessing and speculating. There's not any, you know, controlled clinical drug trials to ascertain which are the safe and effective treatments for Morgulons. I know I have tried just about all of the treatments not everything i've never done like iv ozone i've never done um, any kind of ablative laser because co2 laser nothing like that um would not saying i wouldn't try i'm just saying that you know i make my decisions about what treatments to try based upon the cost benefit analysis so you know i don't mind throwing away 10 bucks on some icy blue you know ointment at walgreens um but I'm not going to go spend thousands and thousands of dollars on any intervention when there's really nothing to suggest that it will be effective. It's a crapshoot. It's a roll of the dice. Because without more research, we simply do not know how to treat Morgulons and we do not know what it is. I have a few ideas. If you're interested, there's only about 300 episodes you need to listen to to find out. But after two and a half, some years going on three, I guess this year of Morgulons, I have landed on my latest theory, which is that Morgulons are implantable biosensors made out of conductive hydrogels, cellulose, polyethylene glycol, you know, the things they found in the CDC study in Morgulons people's wounds, but wrote off as nothing 
sliver of a conductive hydrogel would probably look similar to a keratin fiber, which is probably why they were misidentified. I know it sounds outlandish. I know it sounds far-fetched. I know it sounds paranoid, but that's what everybody said when I told them I was seeing crazy, strange craft hovering for hours in the sky at night this summer. And then just this month found out that, oh, actually I'm not crazy about that either. It was a spy balloon. Lots of spy balloons. You guys, there's probably hundreds still up there. I want you to start checking the AQI, the air quality index in your area, you guys, because I don't know what's going on. I have written a letter to the CDC just yesterday and sent it to them um, about my concerns and questions regarding the air quality in my city. Uh, I believe it was Friday night at 6 p.m. It was over 100. I've lived in Atlanta for 20 years this year. Woo woo, Hotlanta, love it. Um, and I have never, ever seen sooty skies like I'm seeing now. There are no forest fires outside of town blowing soot into our air. There is no extra industry or traffic or pollution that would explain these particulate matter 2.5 micron size levels that are elevated consistently, look at the airnow.gov site and go to the fire and smoke real-time map of the United States. Just peruse, start cruising around and looking at all those little dots. Find your city. Make sure the air you're breathing is safe to breathe. I'm not seeing any public health uh, officials sending out warnings to people. I saw there's a little city outside of the Research Triangle in North Carolina called Siler City. And on February 5th, 6th, and um, 4th, 5th, and 6th, really, the weekend that the spy balloon was flying over the continental United States, and during the moment it was thought to be floating or hovering over the Carolinas, all of a sudden, the AQI in Siler City goes up to eight, uh, 800 and something. You guys... The air quality recommendations for health hazards stop at 500. They don't even bother to go higher than that because it's so unhealthy. Then when I went to try to see if somebody in Siler City at the local news, maybe the weatherman was sending out a warning to people, because this is serious. When it's getting up to those levels, you guys, it's serious hazard associated with cardiopulmonary events, heart attacks, strokes, arrhythmias, arrest, cardiac the only thing I could find for that city that night was a dense fog warning. No mention of the particulate matter. So I just, you know, care about you guys, worry about you guys. At the very least, just check in with your weather app before you're about to go outside and go running and stuff like that. Make sure you're not going to be breathing in something that is bad for you while you attempt to do something that is good for you. And bravo, if you're trying to do something that's good for you, it can be hard sometimes to keep good habits and to quit bad ones as I smoke my one millionth misty light. All right, have a wonderful Sunday. Hang in there. Universe wouldn't do this to you if it didn't know you weren't tough enough to take it in stride. All right, thanks for listening. Stay tuned.